Hi guys, what's up? You're listening to the Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. And we're here in the studio today. Studio slash warehouse slash <laughs> receiving house slash an, an, anything. Office. <laughs> Lots of slashes. Um, and we're joined today by Kevin Kais. He is from Columbus, Ohio. He originally hails from Georgesville, Ohio. He was Miss Georgesville 1988. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had no, I had no, I had no idea what you're about. 84. 84. <laughs> 1984. Um, direct his mic toward him a little more. Yeah. I, I'm having trouble sure. hearing. Um, Melinda, are you what? there? Okay, keep going. Hello. <laughs> so, Kevin, welcome to the show. You're listening to the Design Exchange. Hey, thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We're so excited. Good. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Yeah, you're here. Really, on... It's taken me a month to get him on this podcast. I know, right? He's, We've been trying to get been, you on for a while. He's oh, been so busy. Yeah. So that's a good thing. It's been, yeah. It's been a good thing. Yeah. You know, things are turned upside down and things are right back up. So, you know. That's yeah. how life tends to happen. Yeah. Exactly. I feel yeah. like I function best when I'm upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well, been frequently. Yeah. yeah. But I think when you're under pressure, it's, you know, it really pulls out oh, yeah. what you have. And, mm-hmm. and, so. and I had a, um, I was doing an interview the other day and they asked me what my aesthetic was. And I was like, I don't really know. Tell me what you think my aesthetic is. And they described my aesthetic as um, punk. Really? Mm. Yeah. And I was like... That's not what okay. I would have said. No, but I could see where they're going with that. Mm-hmm. I called it more pop, more pop art than yeah. punk. Hmm. But so no, it was an interesting question. Kevin, what would you say your style is? Oh, my gosh. I really, uh, without being too uber trendy, um, I really kind of like... Like fashions and designs from the 20s and 30s. Oh, I love flapper stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I do a lot too. Speakeasies. <laughs> yes, that's my. So that is my style, to tell you yeah. the truth. I really love Art Deco. Yeah. Um, and I use a lot of elements from that era that yeah. I incorporate into today. How I string all my designs together is very bizarre. <laughs> like I, if, and it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Should but be. if anybody are. can figure me out, uh, good yeah. job because <laughs> everybody says, "What are the." You know, I like this. Well, you're really trendy. I'm like, well, no, not necessarily. It's just timeless should be a trendy. I would say you are more timeless. Yeah. Or, yeah. Hey, Melinda, jack your table up. Okay. I feel like I can't hear. Okay. <laughs> Is that we, better? Oh, now she's falling apart. It's been um, a day. A <laughs> day? It's been a day. It's been a, a day. Oh. <laughs> so, Kevin, tell us more about you. Tell us, tell us about your what business. do you do? You're long? here. You do window treatments. You have a yeah. workroom, right? He's I awesome. do. I do. I have been in the industry for about 25 years. Mm-hmm. And I have an interesting startup. Um, tell us about it. What, I went what? to, um, well, uh, let's see. So, my past life, I was a chef. And really? I was culinary. Ah. And I actually did that for about seven years. But in that length of time, I learned how to do displays and tablescapes and all that stuff with food. Oh, yeah, you would. So I did yeah. all that. Being a chef is hard work. And it's uh, also very, yeah. it's a very creative yeah. job and as well. And it burned you out like that. Yeah. Like I, that. I can't stand cooking. I couldn't do it. I so put it out there. But I always sewed. My grandmother taught me how to sew when I was, did she? When I was like eight or nine. Nice. You know, so I learned how to sew. She I said, if any kids of mine are going to have to learn how to sew a button on them, fix her pants or whatever. I said, okay. <laughs> but I actually ran with it one further. Um, so we ended up through my trials of life going to work for Hancock Fabrics, becoming oh. a, um, a store manager there, learning all about textiles and fabrics. And then they moved, they transferred me to Nashville, Tennessee and wow. things happened and I came back home and, you know, and I was just like, all right, now what am I going to do? And I remember seeing this ad for like a workroom in it in a local paper. I'm like, well, I'm going to do this. Although I've never sewn professionally, we'll try this and see how it is. So you were self-taught? Kind of. That's a good, that's a good quality. There was a, a woman at this workroom who was 65 when I met her and she was Japanese Aww. and she taught me Japanese tailoring. Oh, that's something. Yeah. That's, that's so very detailed. to learn how to hand sew, how to do all the things and everything like that. And she taught me from the beginning. And when I saw the other people's work, I kind of thought that that's the way it was always done. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, it was clearly not the way right. other people did it. Exactly. You know, yeah. she taught me how to drape fabric for swags. She taught me mm-hmm. how to uh, 
you know, manipulate fabric in pleats and folds to, oh, wow. you know, allow for the fabric to speak for itself. Yeah. Have you done anything with, um, uh, <laughs> I love really? our, I love our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have you done anything mechanical? <laughs> have you done anything in the fashion world? I or have fashion actually. Ways? I did on my own. Um, I actually, um, this is going to take us back. You may have to tell us how back, how far back this is, but. Uh, Dick Tracy with Madonna. Oh my God! I remember. I had that. I was like I eight. I love that. Yes. That dress. And I had the she cassette. Wore, that dress she wore. My sister went for a prom, and I copied that dress for her prom. Oh wow! <laughs> without the feathers. Without the feathers, but it was it was a peplum and it had the whole thing. And then I had another friend of mine, and she loved the <laughs> she loved the um, Madonna Vogue. From the MTV, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. The, the second in the '80s again, yeah. And um, she wanted that dress, so I copied that dress for her oh, for her wow. wedding. Was it the sequin dress in Dick oh, Tracy that you copied? What was that? Was it the sequin dress in Dick no, Tracy? No, it was the, it was the French sack dress. The French. That, um, well, uh, from uh, from the Vogue video. From no, I'm talking about the Dick Tracy dress. Oh, it's the one where she crawls across the desk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to take my sunglasses off to it's find black. that one. She crawls across the desk. It might have sequins, but hers didn't. Oh, that's um, funny. But it was in the '80s, so she had the hair that was bigger than her dress. Oh wow, awesome. <laughs> that's like me. I can do hair bigger than my, my yeah. dress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, Danny was making fun of me. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of you. You were yesterday. I was not making fun of you. You. We're sending me pictures said, of you with big hair. He said I look like I belong in Texas. Well, it was well. windy yesterday, and I told her not to get out of the car because her hair would get too big. But she was sending me pictures the other day, and she had this big... Girl. You probably could That's still rock that. I know. That, that I know. I'm trying to be that girl in Little Big Town. I can. Do, do you want to hear a secret about Madonna while we're talking about vintage in 1980? So what? when Madonna did her um, most well-known performance... Um, on the MTV Video Music Awards when she was wearing the wedding dress. Mm -hmm. Do you know why she was crawling around on stage like that? No. Her shoe fell off. What? Yes. Really? Her shoe fell off, and she had to make it work. And she just posted about this on Instagram the other day. <laughs> and she's like, that moment when your shoe falls off and it turns into an epic performance. Right. But that's why she was rolling around on the floor, because she didn't want anybody to see that her shoe had fallen off. Oh and that God. was the very first MTV Video Music Awards. You have to make it work. So. That's the way design is. You have to make yep. it work. Yeah, yeah make it do. work. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so clothing, you know, tailoring clothes yeah. is a lot different than custom window it treatments. It is, it is. So, do you like to do clothing? I got out of it for a while, oh. and then I want to kind of get back into really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't. I, I won't even. <laughs> well, you I would love surprised. to. I'll you, be happy. If you tailor my weird clothes, I'll bring them to you. You'd be surprised <laughs> the influences that you can find from, and you're asking me about, in, about influences and inspirations. Oh, yes. yes. So exactly. when I was a young kid growing up in the middle of the field, mm -hmm. literally, mm -hmm. West Jefferson. kid on the farm, we would go in town every Saturday night, and I would somehow um, go to Walden Books, and find, oh, yes, us too. And find a GQ magazine or a Vogue magazine, just kind of flip through it, and like, oh, look at this, is really cool. And please excuse a, our background noise right now, because as you know, my <laughs> office so is in a warehouse. I got inspired by um, a lot of the fashion details. Uh, yes. You know, of clothing. I love so fashion. So even to this day, like one of my favorite movies, it was a good movie, but a fantastic was the Fantastic Beasts. Mm, yes. And you like that? Wait, the, wait, is it a new one? There's a new one. I don't, first one. I don't know the first one. Well, there are design details. Like new one, I mean, not, not the one that's out like recently. Yeah. You, there is, in the well, last the one 10 that years? just came out, not the one with Johnny Depp, but the one with I don't Colin like Farrell. that. I, lo I love Harry Potter. A lot of my inspiration comes from Harry Potter um, that I'm doing at the museum, but we'll talk about the later. But it's called Fantastical Beasts. Fantastic, yeah. It and just came out. Them. Like 2009? Yeah. 10? Well, That's, yeah. So um, tell, me, tell me more. So, <laughs> Colin Farrell has a suit that is, um, it's actually trimmed in white. So it actually, like the seams are exposed uh -huh. and the white's on one side and you could actually see the seams are not enclosed. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. So I was sitting there and, and um, Josh, my husband, was like, what do you think of the movie? And I'm like, oh my God, the costumes were amazing. And I'm like, so I actually looked up the Instagram for the gal that did the, um, all the costumes. 
And she's got all the costumes online for that show. Really? Yeah, on her Instagram. Cool. It's amazing. Awesome. So um, one of the things I did for this year's, um, we, can, we can go into a little bit later, but the IWCE. Mm-hmm. International Window Coverings Association. Yes. You two, I know nothing about that. Well, <laughs> you two can elaborate. I did a, um, um, a, the theme this year was, the color of music, colors of music. Okay. So everybody entered entered this thing, and they've chose six designers, six workroom, six designers across the country, to come to Texas to, to fabricate their project that they'd sketched. And one of the ones that I got was, um, well, they had purple punk, and they had orange orange disco, and I actually got Ruby loves rock and roll. Awesome. Is that why? <laughs> so it was, I wanted this window treatment, and you can see it on my Instagram, um, at Kai's Interiors on Instagram. Um, I actually wanted to make her into a biker chick. Yes. So we actually did a quilted corset bra for this thing. <laughs> anyway, so the reason I brought this up is because the side panels that come down are actually leather swags okay. that come off the side. Yeah. And I got that inspiration from um, the Phantom of the Opera mini driver's dress oh, that she had from that when nice. she was playing Carlotta. Yeah. And um, so the whole swag's on the front of her dress. Yeah. I, I pull these things and I save them to my photo files. Uh-huh. And I'm like, one day I'm going to use this. Yeah, that's great. So, that's a good good explanation of how designers, you know, get inspiration. We get them from. You know, magazines, you can get them from movie costumes or, I mean, it's just everywhere. People ask me where I get my inspiration inspiration from, and I never know where. Nature, I mean, sometimes you can get inspired by taking a walk down the road. I get inspired by movies, and, you know, we just watched that uh, Freddie Mercury movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody was Mm -hmm. so good. It was. It was Um, great. I was noticing all the movies. You've been inspired by The Greatest Showman lately. Yes. Oh, I love that movie. I love that. Oh, I know. I've been singing Alexander all the songs. Alexander McQueen's one of my big inspirations, and I yeah. get inspired from fashion shows, and the set design of fashion shows inspires me. Mm. Um, so that's where I get a lot of my dramatic, moody looks yeah. from. Yeah. And that's it's funny, cool. if you look at my designs and you compare them to, fa- I get inspired by fashion shows from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like the Johnny Versace, the mm-hmm. Alexander McQueen. Alexander McQueen on a fashion show, and if you watch his documentary, a car actually caught on fire during the fashion show, and he was sending like uh-huh. Naomi Candle, pushing them down the runway while the car is burning. He's like, "Don't you dare put the fire out!" Yeah, and wow. that's where I draw a lot of mine from. But keep mm-hmm. going, you guys. Yeah. You yeah. were yeah. Kevin. You're an ASID, right? With us, with the, that's the American Society of Interior Design. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's actually where me and Melinda met. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, probably the party. best thing that's that right. happened that's to me. Where you and I met. <laughs> that's the that's the best thing that happened to me out yeah. of that membership. Well, and Kevin, I, she's my twenty five hundred dollar friend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kevin came up to me at, at an ASID party. He's like, I finally get to meet you. And I'm really? like, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I get to meet That's you. Only... So. How long have you been a part of ASID, Kevin? Oh, gosh. 2008. Yeah. About... Student membership and then yeah. I transferred over. I was in and out of ASID for the last 28 years. Mm-hmm. I didn't think yeah. I was a member this year, but apparently Lynn, <laughs> Lynn goes, yeah, I paid your membership. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm still in it. <laughs> it's, I mean, they have good meetings. I get inspired by some of the presentations they do. Right. And we're trying I get to get, to go. and we're going to, you're doing, you're running for the development, development director? Yeah, professional development director. Cool. And my fun. job is to actually meet people that come to Columbus or to our chapter to teach you know, different things. Where is our oh, chapter? Good. Where is their chapter? Columbus. Where is our Columbus chapter? Oh, because we it, are a part of Kentucky. It is. And but I it feel like really... everything happens down there. Like Cincinnati and Kentucky. Well, that's our job to get them up here. Yeah. Yeah. So There are a lot of designers that are in Columbus, and I'm shocked when I meet them all the time while I'm traveling. And when I'm in showrooms in Chicago at the, design, at the Merchandise Mart or in High Point, I have uh, vendors coming up to me, and they're like, oh, my God, you're from Columbus, Ohio? We nobody comes to us from there, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? Why? Like, I'm very confused because the education and the networking that I achieve and get from the conferences I go to 
educates me for probably the entire year to two mm-hmm. two years coming up. Melinda, you guys get that from the workroom conferences you go to. Right. And I, our feed, we feed off of each other. Because oh, you'll yeah. ask me about furniture. I ask uh-huh. you about wall coverings. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I get really surprised. So I always recommend everybody going to any kind of market yeah. uh, that's available. Yeah, there's a couple different progr- um, workroom association conferences now. So there's the IWCE Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... You, do this- you guys ever go to Showtime? No. For fabrics? Nope. It's a fabric I know show. about it, but I haven't gone. I haven't gone either. And then the... Um, what is it called? Custom... Custom Window Coverings Conference. Window Coverings CWC. Conference. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, there, you know, custom drapery workrooms are a few and far between. It seems right. like it's a dying trade because people, like myself, I was taught by my grandmother and my mom mm-hmm. how to sew. You were taught by your grandmother. Mm-hmm. People are not I went to home. I was in Home Ac. I know. You were, <laughs> I did Danny too. Likes, Danny yeah. likes to sew. I do. I love to sew. So, if you can set the machine up for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very therapeutic. I mean, you just go, vroom. You know? Yeah, you have to thread my bobbin. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then, it's a wind your bobbin. It's, whatever. It's wind the bobbin. Uh-huh. Just get it's my bobbin ready, get the machine thread, ready for me, and I'll make stuff. <laughs> I had a funny story. I don't sew as much anymore because I have a girl who does that for me in the mm-hmm. shop. I want to come play with your I've sewing machines because you got the good ones. i got to be out selling. So anyway, yeah. around Christmas time, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to help I'm gonna help you. We had so many orders. And mm-hmm. I'm like sitting down at the sewing machine. And I start away, and the thread comes out of the needle. <laughs> like five stitches. Do you ever have a broken so needle? Then, I'm always afraid that the oh needle's yeah. going to bro- break yeah, and go right in my eye. Oh, and you'll yeah. sew over your needle. That's why you wear glasses. Yes, you'll sew through your fingers. Yeah, we've, I've had that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sewing away. The, you know, the thread comes out, and so I thread it again. Five more stitches, thread comes out again, and so I get, I finally get threaded, and I'm, I'm going along. It was not, it's same piece of fabric. <laughs> My bobbin runs out. Mm-hmm. And I have to rewind the bobbin. And I looked over at Crystal, who's my, my uh, seamstress, and the, I said, you set this machine up to not like me anymore, didn't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. This used to be my machine, and you me. have turned it against me because it is going haywire. <laughs> she, we were both laughing. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Everything that could happen did. But it's supposed to feel good to sew. It did. It did. Uh, well, all five stitches. When I finally got the bobbins wound and the, you know thread in and needle done and <laughs> well, but think about this with custom draperies. Okay, now you all saw Cardi B's dress at the Grammys. Do you know what that was? No. What was it? Meat? It was everything. Was it meat? No. It was a it lot. Was, it was from the archive collection of Tierney Mugler. Um, it's probably one of the only things Lady Gaga hasn't worn from that collection. Mm-hmm. But it was from the 1996 runway show. But keep going. Exactly. Yeah. There's <laughs> sorry. There's a reason that people buy couture. Yes. The reason Dior still has his silhouette that is absolutely his silhouette and all these things is because they're handcrafted. They're handcrafted right. by by people that know how fabric drapes, that knows the weaves, knows the textile, knows everything like that, and that's why couture works so well. Yes. And a lot of people, when they get an actual custom-made piece in their house, mm-hmm. they're amazed at yes. how And window treatments elevates. are couture, yes. basically, yes. for your window. They yes, are. absolutely. Um, but when it comes to ready-made, they're trying to work in, well, you know, we'll just throw up panels up and be done with it. So let's yeah. talk about ready-made for a second, because both of you are, I consider you both drapery experts. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're talking about ready-made, uh, we don't want to talk about brands or anything, but re- a ready-made panel is something... That you'd go to, we're going to just randomly throw out their Bed Bath & Beyond. And you can order it from anywhere online. And typically a ready-made panel comes in X amount of lengths. Mm-hmm. There's about three, I believe. Mm-hmm. What is it, like 84? Yeah, 96. Um, 96 yeah. and 108. Eight, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And typically when I use those, I, we can, you can hem them. I like when my draperies puddle. There are rules for draperies, in my opinion. You always want them to go to the highest point of the ceiling. Sometimes we break the rules if the situation's appropriate. You guys can speak more on that than I can. Mm-hmm. But what is the drawback from a ready-made drapery versus what you guys sell? I, I, knew, I do know that a ready-made drapery may or may not include backing. Mm-hmm. If it has backing, um, the textile can change color mm-hmm. if you don't have a good opaque background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... 
the only other thing I'm thinking of is that that textile that's ready-made has been engineered so they get the most dollar out of that fabric mm -hmm. right. and when they do that, it's not a good quality textile. Right. So I'm going to well, let you guys speak more on that because you know more than I do. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start? Wow. <laughs> like, where do you... Stand back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a lot of times it's the fullness of the, the panels. You only get one width of fabric. And you have a wide window. You need to have enough fullness to make that look proper at the window. So that's the first thing. And seams are never... I mean, nothing's ever squared up. Um, the hems are always whopper job. The yeah. the side whopper seams. Job. There's only whopper one other person. That, there's only mm -hmm. one other person I've heard use those words. Whopper job. She loves that word. <laughs> she does draperies, uh -huh. and her name is Cher. Cher. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we love Cher. <laughs> yeah. I, well, she's been when, on. We have to have her on again. Go ahead. And yeah, go when ahead. you buy these panels. They're folded in very nice little squares. Yes. <laughs> and if you know anything about linen, linen is like straw. It's like, yes. it's like, hey, yeah. it's like, it's like straws. And once you yep. bend it or bend break it, it yep. you're done. And you'll never get those little squares out mm -hmm. ever. Nope. And, and a um, lot of people don't think to, when you take them out of the package, yeah. you need to steam them. You need to iron them. When you guys are hanging stuff, I've seen custom draperies. You have Z-Racks like we have mm -hmm. here and you transport them properly mm -hmm. so that you're mm -hmm. not breaking the fiber. Right. Mm -hmm. But when um, we get them already broken, yeah. you can't unbreak There's them. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, too, is that, you know, it's like the reason that a couture gown works is the, f the structure underneath. It's not about mm -hmm. the silk on mm -hmm. top because the silk on top is like paper, paper thin. Right. But what makes it stand on its own is the underlaying oh, yeah. and everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, what I like doing is what's called a French blackout. Mm -hmm. And Ooh. I actually start with taupe lining. Mm -hmm. So when you go outside the house, it doesn't look like you've got slip showing on the outside of the house. Yep. It matches the brick. It matches the stucco on the outside of the house. I would never think to do. And you put taupe on the outside, yep. so yep. when they close, I they become that. invisible. Yep. Invisible. Yep. So you've got the taupe, and then you've got uh, flannel, or it could be a real thin inner lining. Yep. And then you can use, actually use black, actual black fabric on top of the flannel, and then the silk goes on top of that. So you're talking four layers. Yep. In the structure of this of this garment of this window treatment. Yeah. Anytime you, you go above, anytime <laughs> you go above ninety inches, it automatically should be a width and a half of draperies. Yeah. Automatically. Mm -hmm. And anytime you go above ninety inches, your pleats should automatically be well. I put five inch pleats in everything. Five inch long pleats yeah, in everything. Yeah, I love the longer pleats. Yeah, because they you can take really inexpensive fabric and then they look. Way more expensive. Oh, yeah. 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 I like six inch pleats. Six so inch, yeah. So mm -hmm. if it's 108, I'll do six. Yep. You know, yep. and I'll do all those. And I want to speak to the hemline, too, mm -hmm. because I apologize lot, for the background. We noise need to again. be <laughs> yeah, doing six inch hems if mm -hmm. you have six inch baseboards or oh, you know, yeah. match the baseboard exactly. thickness. If it's 10 inch baseboard, you should do 10 inch bottom hems. So. How about crown molding? What if you have okay. a crown molding situation? Well, if you have crown molding, a lot of times... Um, do you do the rods under the crown molding? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Just sure. under, or yeah. do you go to the window line? Because that's always a tricky... I usually split the difference. You yeah, do? me too. I usually split the difference, mm -hmm. or if it's a really mm -hmm. short window, yeah. I've been known to go all the way up. Yep. And Yeah, but right under the crown, yeah, if there is. Right. I mean, you can't put a bracket on a crown molding, you know, mm -hmm. so... Try. But you have to make sure you can get the rod in the brackets if you're using a wood rod or anything uh, um, with the finials. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Yes. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, oh, crap. Uh -huh. You've got an eight-inch finial on this? Oh, <laughs> How am I going to get that in the rod? Right. Um, <laughs> my design aesthetic is completely simple, so I never do any of this. Um, I don't. Not that I don't do it. Anytime I'm involved with windows, I try to call these two. And that's what that's you right. should do. That's and you right. know what? Yeah. If, if it were to come down to wall coverings, we would be like, Yeah, you'd call me. How yeah. do I do these Philip Jeffries? Yeah. How do I do this? That's yeah. Right. You know? That's right. We're all gifted with these amazing skills that we right. need to pull on each other. I don't think anybody's an island. No. And, right. You know, the, oh, the worst exactly. thing in this business is somebody that thinks they know everything about one topic or any right. topic. Because once you think you know everything, you'll realize real quick that you know nothing. Right. Well, they're just boring. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. why I, I always go to the conferences because I oh, always we learn so can much. learn, mm -hmm. you know, learn from each other. You know, right. we, you start talking on Facebook. We have Facebook groups for workroom industry. and Oh, we're know. so connected now. 
That's good. If you're listening to this and you don't know me or you don't know Melinda or you don't know Kevin Kyes, <laughs> I'm tagging him actually right now. But um, And we, we love talking about it. We love yeah. being able to educate. You know, if you know, what's the difference between, you know, a Holly Hunt sofa over Value City? Mm-hmm. Whoops, I didn't say that, did I? She's but, right behind you. But what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference? Yeah. It's the difference between a, a, an RH panel over a custom panel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, um, That's right. They may look beautiful. They may be expensive, but mm-hmm. boy. Yeah. They yeah. don't have four layers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. I have people, and I don't know if anybody's done this to you before, but um, they want white draperies, and they put a semi, like a regular lining on the back, and then uh, the sun comes out, and then they complain because the draperies turn color. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> it's white draperies with white lining, and the sunshine is yellow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's our job and as window treatment people to say, what do you want the final look to look like? Like Danny, I was doing panels for him the other day, and he was like, "No, I don't want the light to come through that fabric because and it would be bronze." Because and I've been in a situation where the client was like, "I switched the fabric at the last minute, and I didn't tell the client," and the client was like, "Well, that's not the color I picked." No, that is the color you picked. I color matched it perfectly. What's happening is the light's coming through and yep. turning the linen bronze. Yep. That's right. And that's, that's right. the issue that we're having. Yeah. And it's really hard to explain yeah. or let a client know that because yeah. they, what you, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And Well, and I have a lot of, you know, with drapery hardware and things like that where um, they want to have it automated or, you know, let's, you don't, you don't just go out and order the stuff online, you know? Yeah. And especially well, you can, if your windows you are can, big, you, you know? can, but if you do, be Not, prepared to have one of us come over and edit it, yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or fix two, it. Well, if you have two or three story windows, oh. like 200 mm-hmm. inches tall, the hardest thing to work with is those double custom. story or three height windows. You cannot get those mm-hmm. online. You yeah, need right. a designer to advise you mm-hmm. on those. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get them tomorrow. Nope. You're going to wait. What's your average lead time, you guys? For um, I'm Right now, I'm about six to eight. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. I'm same. about six to six eight, eight, eight weeks. weeks out. So, yep. so plan on waiting at least two months once you do purchase that yeah. home with those amazing big windows and need to figure out how you're going to cover them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll bring one of us in. Do we yeah. do complimentary consultations, you guys? How does it work now? Uh, sorry. <laughs> they just looked at me like, why did you just say that word? Did you? Did you? Danny? I, Danny? Well, <laughs> so I used to. Do you? I used to. Oh. When I was a younger designer, I used to do complimentary consultations. And I realized that that's not, no. Oh, I, I had a lady call this morning. This is a great segue. Oh, I wanted to bring Wait, this up. Wait, hold on. Before you segue into that, what? What, what, let what, me what? segue. We were just talking about Cardi B's dress, and I wanted to cover um, Cardi's B, Cardi B's dress. I can't say the name. It's Tierney, Tierney, something Moogler. So she wore a black and pink clamshell dress, and I was just telling Melinda before she came in, black and pink has been trending heavy this week because everybody that was at the uh, Grammys was wearing black, pink, or white. We saw a little bit of red coming red. through, and we've been seeing red <laughs> protruding. Oh, like Donna uh, Ross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> she was hot. <laughs> um, but trends, we were talking, we were talking, grays is trending, taupes yeah. trending. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that real quick. Okay. But what were you going to segue okay, into? Okay, so I had a lady call this morning who said she was calling me to do an interior design plan. She wanted me to do drawings for her. At the, for, at the first appointment, and she wanted me to do this for free because mm-hmm. she did not think that $250 was worth it. Wow. Yeah, and she was calling around to be where you guys, you might get this call from this woman because yes. she was offended that I was going to charge her $250 to come to her house and give her a furniture plan by computer design. Mm-hmm. For, that I was going to charge for it. Uh, so, yeah, stories. I would rather be cleaning out a closet at home than doing Yeah, that. I mean, our, Honestly. our business is yeah. based on thought. <gasps> and if you want Dolly Decorator or Holly Lobby to come over, they'll probably do that for free, or they'll charge you 50 to $80 an hour, which is very concerning. Yeah. Um, if you're working with a designer and they're charging you that price range, um, I, I get very, very 
concerned because number one, they don't have the experience to know what they should be charging. Mm -hmm. Number two, they haven't, they're, it's probably not the designer that has been to all the markets. Um, but if you're looking for value, that's what you're gonna, you're gonna get exactly what you pay for. Right. So what you're gonna get for that price range is mistakes. Um, well, you're right. gonna get, what else would you say I, to go with that? I would just say that they're learning on the job. Yeah, and it really, I mean, I mean that's, and that's a fine thing, but it really concerns me when I see seasoned designers charging that much. Right. Well, the bad thing is they're working their asses off for nothing. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. Um, I had a, a client a couple years ago that I gave her the price for pillows, four toss pillows, they were not extravagant, but they were, I mean, they had trim and down fills and stuff. Oh, yeah. And she said, these are $125 a piece. And I said, yeah. Yep. And that's she the said, average. that's what you should pay she for. She said, but you realize that, how long is it going to take you to do these pillows? And I said, what difference does it make? She goes, right. what, 30 minutes? What, 25, 30 minutes? She goes, I have two NBAs, and I don't even make what? $400 an hour. That's not And I'm like, that's not my problem. Do you want the pills or not? <laughs> no, you're you know? exactly right. We yes. go through that every day. I know. And yeah. our thought process is valuable. Right. And we right. we have a lot of experience and background. I can do the work of what what your fifty dollar designer can do in one hour, I can probably do in two minutes. Right. And my rate reflects that. Mm -hmm. And you right. you guys are probably in the same situation oh, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, so if you're I, a designer listening to this podcast, I highly and you want to call me and Melinda, we do mentoring all the time. Please feel free to reach out. That's right. But I saw I talked to a designer recently and they were charging eighty dollars an hour and I know he's seasoned, he went to school, I know he's very talented. And I was like, Why are you charging that? What are you doing wrong? Mm -hmm. Because you're kind of doing a disservice to not only yourself, but you're doing mm -hmm. a disservice to the entire industry mm -hmm. that people can think that they can acquire right. the talent for that price. Right. And well, you know, you said some about two minutes the other day I had a client and she was like, I got this new picture and I want you to see my dining room. And I walked in, I'm like, I know she's like, I need a rug. Can you help me? I'm like, Did yeah, you say I know. she got a new picture or a new she picture? She had a new Oh. Picture. In her dining room. <laughs> In her dining room. <laughs> Not nude. Okay, Sorry, there's one running around. Yeah, noise. I knew in two minutes what kind of rug to put in her house. Yeah. You know, two minutes. I, I was mm -hmm. like, I knew I know exactly which one, and I went and pulled it up on my phone. Here it is. And she was like, Oh my God, how'd you do? Because I'm constantly studying. Kevin, I'm sure you are too. We're mm -hmm. constantly studying trend. What's happening? And even if it's from the 20s and 30s, you're studying that. So you know when you approach a project, mm -hmm. what kind of things you know match up with the customer's personality. Mm -hmm. you, you can tell right when you walk in the room, oh, I see that there's a street light outside, so I'll make sure that I put black outlining on yeah. her bedroom draperies. Yeah, and then you have northern I mean, expo whatever exposure you're, you're dealing with. We're going through all mm -hmm. of this, this thought process while the customer's talking to us. We are calculating in our head all these different things that we have to make sure mm -hmm. we do for this customer because we know her. We yeah. know what she needs or he needs right. already. So, and that's what a professional who has been in the business years, years and years mm -hmm. of, of studying people and things in our industry, and we match it up together. Right. And that's why we charge. That's why we have to come into a job and we have samples, but you know, we, we go over and above. Samples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. We have to pay for all of our fabric swatches, mm -hmm. um, wallpaper books and everything. So there's a, we have, you know, value to the customer, to the end customer coming in and, and they should really respect that because, mm -hmm. you know, I've always said that um, everybody, you just don't know what you don't know. So you need us. But we need to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know everything. We, we try to, you know, know that we'll I always say, um, comparing ourselves, I hate to compare it to the medical industry, but this is a good segue as well. Um, you have a family practice doctor, and then you have your specialty doctors. Mm -hmm. Your family practice doctor needs to know a little bit about everything. Right. And your specialty doctors are able to focus on just their specialty, whether it's... Um, cardiac, whether it's psychiatry, whether it's um, skin, what's the skin doctor called? What's Dermatologist. That, that. <laughs> Sorry, but I trust Skin doctors. But that's, band. I mean, not trying to compare ourselves to doctors in any way, shape, or form, but that's just 
As you know, my husband's well, a doctor. Well, no one's died of a pillow emergency, I hope. A pillow emergency? <laughs> yeah, there is no such thing as a furniture emergency, have, but I in have, clients' heads, yes. those Santa's occur. Santa's not coming down their chimney until these pillows are dying. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's just how it works. So, yeah. what, so let's ask Kevin, like, what's your biggest accomplishment? You know, I love doing things that are completely out of the box that haven't even... Well, that's what design is, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that come to mind. One was I was working in collaboration with another designer. We did the daughter's room, and we did... Her name was... The daughter's name was Grace. She was eight. And we did this gorgeous, like, silk-embroidered uh, canopy that went over her bed. Oh. Just, it was... They had um, the... the gabled roofs so it was all slanted so we had to like make sure it went oh up my into those gosh. things gorgeous 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 oh yeah and we did it and <laughs> came back and the the mom said you know now um we need something for my son's room okay so i'm like okay well, what are you gonna do and then i walk into the son's room he is all about star wars all oh star my wars. gosh <laughs> because what are we gonna do for him and i'm like going well we could take a uh, piece of plexiglass and we could etch it out to look like um, a, a, basically a, a spacecraft. Yeah. Like the deck of a spacecraft, whatever. Uh -huh. And so <laughs> I sketched this whole thing out. I said, we could do draperies and clothes and it'll be like this little reading nook. We'll do like a little bench here yeah. with a five inch cushion on it and do this whole thing. Yeah. We're like, okay. And I said, and then at the top, we'll put USS Grady, because that was his name. Aww. We're like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so we did the whole thing, and the designer, the homeowner's like, I love it. Let's do it. How much wow. do you want? And I'm like going, I don't know what the hell I just designed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going out of the car going, well, like, how do I, I have no this? idea how to do this. <laughs> so I ended up meeting with um, a great company here in town that actually does laser etching. And they actually do all the laser etching for Zach Posen for his gowns. So I thought, well, wow. they'll do it, you know. Sure. So I thought, okay. So we did that. And we couldn't figure out how to put the LED lighting around it so it would all yeah. light. Yeah. Technology's gone way farther now. Now uh -huh. we can just sure. plug it in and be done. Sure. But I did that. Um, or So that was a big, big thing. That's fun. Or the next thing was, and you'll see it on my, uh, my Instagram, um, I was commissioned to do bags for 31 gifts for their oh, conference. Yeah. yeah, not just small now, little do they bags. Do have those conferences here? I don't know what that is. <laughs> so 31. I know that it's gifts, and it's gifts for people in the country, right? 31 gifts. 31 gifts. I carry like, Gucci bags. This isn't This Gucci. is mom bags. This <laughs> is are, like... These are soccer mom bags. <laughs> okay. Soccer mom bags. It was invented by mom who... Yeah? ...developed 31 gifts because it's the third, 31 gifts of the virtuous woman. 31, what? It, it's uh, it's 31 biblical. Gifts? Is that you a book? You wouldn't biblical. know. You wouldn't understand. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> they asked me to do these. Um, I have a purse. It's Gucci. <laughs> yes. Snake. Gucci's, Gucci's good. Gucci, Gucci's good. But, um, Gucci, Gucci, Fendi, and Let Gucci. Let him finish. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what is that, a new Bendy bag? What is that, Versace? <laughs> <laughs> it's Prada, you bitch. Is that Prado? <laughs> <laughs> what did you carry the other day? And I was like, "That you had a bag." And I said, "No, it was a Yeti." Yeah. And I go, "This isn't a Yeti. It's a Fetty." <laughs> it was a faux Yeti. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Go so, ahead. Keep going. I'm gonna. So, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna excuse we ended me. up. Poor Danny. He's getting like kicked out, isn't he? Um, so the the client had a memo sample of their bag of what their repeat looked like for their for their bags yeah so we ended up taking those to a banner printing place and printed out 60 inches by nine feet long oh so it was a banner it was the banner oh we bought we ordered 18 of them oh my god so we ended up going to um the columbus awning and have them build an aperture out of aluminum okay and we actually reconstructed from the bag they gave me reconstructed a 10 foot by 16 foot by eight foot <laughs> bag <laughs> For the conference at the convention That's center. That's great. And it was really cool because the water, the water bottle uh -huh. holder was actually soccer netting. Oh, wow. So we did that. Wow. Yeah. So I do the really crazy fun things when commission. There's nothing that, yeah. you know, if you, if you break it down to smaller pieces, you can fabricate anything. Right. I'm building a double-decker bus in my shop right now. I heard. 
<laughs> That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, it is going to be something. But yeah, oh we've got gosh. a London, England phone booth. This is for my museum uh, display. But yeah, we're building a double-decker bus. <laughs> That's great. Are they going to be bunk beds? No, it's okay. going to be a playhouse. Ah, even the better. A playhouse okay. with video games on the top and then That's sort of a fun. closet-ish area in the bottom because... You know, the kids need some place that to put their clothes. Like fun. It is. Oh it's gosh. been a fun project. So, and then I, the draperies, uh, you know, I have to have draperies in the room. Oh, yeah. So I had this idea. I wanted some sort of like um, graffiti fabric. Mm -hmm. So, and I was going to make my own graffiti fabric, but I wanted, you know, it's, so mm -hmm. this whole wall is going to be like this writing, oh, this yeah. fabric with writing on it. So, I'm excited about that. So what did you end up with? What did you end up coming up with that idea? Where? What do you What are you going to use for your graffiti fabric? Well, I found something through Fabricut, but I'm I still may have to do it myself. I don't know. Maybe I might have to order it, like make it, um, yeah, design it like, myself. Spoon go through, like, flower. flower. Yeah. yeah, they do some great stuff. Yeah, they do. Um, it's great. One you of can the, design anything yeah, anymore. One of the um, the the designers that are at the IWCE this year mm -hmm. ordered a fabric from Spoonflower. Oh yeah, and um, it's it's for the punk. So they did this one. It's like. It looks like, what was it called? They called it um, Madam Chaos. Oh, wow. Madam Chaos. So if you go on Spoonflower, you'll take a look at it. It's called yeah. Madam Chaos. That's funny. And it basically is silhouettes on, black silhouettes on a purple background. Oh, my. With spiky hair. Oh, so it you're looks like Victorian's, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, now, have you ever designed any fabric? I did. Oh, you did? I did. I designed. Um, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I designed. Okay. <laughs> I designed some fabric for it. It was it was quite fun. Um, but I always thought that I would be really good at doing textile design. I know. You know? It sounds really. I think in my retirement years I might do right. that more. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's we not as do it. physical. We got to do it now. It's not yeah. as physical. <laughs> no. No, and but, technology, yeah. we better catch up with technology first. Oh, yeah, We're exactly. going to take a quick break right now because I think a semi is showing up. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. I know, you never know what's going to happen here. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so we're going to take right. a quick break. Take were you guys in the middle of something? Nope, nope. I think okay. we're at a good stopping point. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back to finish so, our podcast. And we're back. I'm recording over myself right now. So we're, sorry, we're to take a quick break. We had a truck come in. We have noises in the background. We're here with Kevin Kai's of Kevin Kai's Interiors, and he has his. What's your Instagram? Before uh, it's Kai's Interiors. Kai's Interiors. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, we were wrapping up. We've gone. We're at forty-two minutes. That's great. So yeah. So we. What do you guys want to talk about? So I asked Kevin. I said, "What kind of things can you tell the people uh, that are listening um, about custom window treatments or what any kind of burning?" Um, thought that you want everybody to know about. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think if we look look at the times now, you know, a lot of millennials are now in their twenties and thirties. Yeah. And that's where the money is. And um, the majority of well, actually, it's not where the money is. The majority of that money is still in the baby boomers. Mm -hmm. So we've got baby boomers. Yep. And we've got the millennials. Yep. And our generation in the 50s range, whatever, 40s, 50s, we're kind of like the lost generation. Yeah. And we grew up in our parents having spring drapes and winter drapes. That's right. We grew up having slipcovers. We grew mm -hmm. up having all these things and mm -hmm. stuff was Dabbing made ports. with quality. <laughs> Yeah. Avocado green. Avocado green. And gold. Yes. Well, now it's uh, pink know, and gold. brushed olive and, yeah. and, <laughs> and corn silk. <laughs> I don't do gold. I do brush brass. Corn silk looks so good on you right now. Anyway, I, I'll get to that later. Anyway, so um, we skipped a generation for custom furniture. We grew up in the 80s, and I don't know many things in the 80s that brought good fashion or good <laughs> design. I mean, it was kind of like the lost generation. It was excess. You know, it was crazy. So, yeah. 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 You know, it was... Valley Girl. Was, yeah. Valley Girl. <laughs> that was the birth of disposable furniture, in, in my was. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, like cabbage roses mm -hmm. and Waverly and wallpaper. Oh, yeah. and just It was yep. borders. Border Brits, uh, you know. What so, about um, those country curtains? Oh yeah, 
yeah. with four times the fullness. Oh, the Priscilla curtains oh, that draped yeah, across. Oh, yeah, Priscilla's. So <laughs> we did them, and we lived with them, but that uh -huh. was not enough to inspire our younger generation right. for what is it doing. Did anything come out of the 80s that was timeless? Me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in 80, Danny. Yes. What about, um, uh, what was his name? What was his name? Um, Thomas Graves. Is that his name? Tom Graves from, uh, mm -hmm. he did the whole, the target line. Right. You know, That's Graves true. design. Um, he was out of the eighties. He did mm -hmm. some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. But Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> we covered her. Well, the eighties were all the I, were all the me generous, the I generous, oh, and that yeah. was just it. I, 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 mm -hmm. me, me, me. That's all it is. Big right? hair. Yeah. So, when it got to the nineties and people were grunging and all that stuff, that's when the babies were being born and whatever. But then we went to like this weird minimalistic stage. Yeah. And people were like, going, oh, I don't know. I'd rather have just everything taupe and deconstructed and things like yeah, that. Yeah, right? vanilla furniture. houses. Yeah. So now we're talking about everybody's doing, everybody back in the 90s and early 2000s built these huge McMansions. <laughs> McMansions. McMansions <laughs> that were just massive for two people and they were run up so fast uh -huh. and they weren't built well. So people don't understand the true meaning of quality when it comes to right. fabrications and things like that. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a turn of the trends to where people are actually having antique furniture, not antique, but like furniture restyled or reupholstered mm -hmm. because you're never going to find a Henredon today that you're going to, that you would find in the seventies. Right. A lot of people bring up Henredon to me and not me being the generation that's lost that you're talking about. I've had people talk to me about Henredon and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay. They're like, Oh, I have a Henredon sofa. That may mean something to you, but it doesn't look right. So I will go into recovering that, and now mm -hmm. everybody's going to get real confused when they hear Henredon because it was just bought by... They went out of business completely. And piece by piece of whatever business that was, I forget the name of the parent company, was all sold off, and Henredon will be exclusively available at Value City. Um, they purchased what was remaining, which is just the name. So having a Henredon sofa pre... 2005 right. is mm -hmm. going to be completely different from the Henredon you're going to have post. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's what, I think, yeah. that's what I think is happening now. You yeah. know? Um, but the quality of that, woods were very good back then. Yeah. Right. Um, quality well, was amazing. Uh, Eight-way hand-tied springs were big. I mean, we've gone from that to Ikea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, that is a huge jump, jump well, of quality. And a lot of people are saying, well, I'll wait till my kids are are grown. I'll wait till my kids are 18. I'll wait till they're in college. Right. I'll wait till they're in school. Right. You know, they're always waiting. And then they realize that, you know, Ikea is totally disposable. Mm -hmm. It's like sourdough furniture, which works out well, but, you know, there's We had a somebody else on here talking about sourdough furniture the other day. Right. I forget who it was. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. But I'd like to see the world come back to, the, to more of a maker state. Yes. You know, where yeah, people, people take the craftsmen, mm -hmm. you know, like handcrafted bourbons and hand, and the beers and all that right. stuff, you know, people mm -hmm. are starting to realize that yeah. things get made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> things get made, yeah. not fabric. Not, I mean, yeah. they get made by skilled hands. Yeah. My dad went to, they're at a mobile home park, RV park in Florida for a couple weeks. And he took a trunk of a tree and turned a it into a bowl. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was in the mobile home? Yeah. No, they have a little woodworking shop on the RV site, like parks. Nice. It's okay. like they have art classes mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. But Did he you take know, your camper? Yeah, their camper. Did he take they my house? They have their own. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they have their own RV. <laughs> right, right. But that, that, I was like, I want one of those. I love the handmade things. Exactly. Whether it's furniture, if it's an accessory, if it's couture window treatments. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is really an right. art in itself. I yeah. tell people all the time, custom window treatments that I make, it's, it's like a piece of art to me. Mm -hmm. And when I hang those draperies on, on the wall in the home that they, and they put that finishing touch, I, it's like icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. It is the finishing touch for that room. It's that focal point for that wall. It is, you know, it, it helps with sound absorption. Yeah, it does privacy, but it's actually my art. Mm -hmm. And it's your art. 
um, you know, Kevin, because we have done it with our own two hands. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I want. And honestly, that's what designers are. We're making, we're creating things out of nothing. Yeah. And couture, we have couture, what I do is couture rooms. You guys do Mm -hmm. couture window treatment. Mm -hmm. Your rooms are the same. Mm -hmm. You have some crazy bathrooms going on. Yeah, I do. That can't be. Yeah. Those can't be replicated. You, you can't, can't buy them out of a box. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's just it's just fun to be able to create from nothing. Yeah. And um, we is. know the details and, and know I guess knowing what we've put into draperies in our in our time that actually they last like ten times longer than re- any ready made could. Um, people still have their draperies today that I hung twenty eight years ago when I started. And I'm like, I guess I made those too good. <laughs> well, they'll go out of style before they'll wear out. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, yeah. So I guess that you and I have left a lot of marks in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like to think that after, you know, all this time, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So. The Kai's art and the fine designs art and uh, the Russo yes, art. The Russo art. <laughs> so, I don't know what I do. I think that right now, does it I'm for I'm really annoyed by the background. Well, I think that does it for today, Danny. Yes, it does. You've been listening to the Design Exchange live from a mechanic's garage. (laughs) (laughs) Who's creating something on his own over there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love it here, but we're going to move into the front office soon, I think. (laughs) Moving the microphones. But yeah, so follow the Design Exchange on Facebook, Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Oh. Danny Russo's on Danny Instagram. Danny Russo on Instagram. Fine Designs Int on, on Instagram. There. Kevin Kais or Kais Interiors. Interiors. It's K I S E. Um, is it underscore? Nope. Okay. No. Kais Interiors. K I S E I N T E R I O R S. All one word. All one word. Okay. Kais Interiors. So this is Kevin Kais. I have to look it up, but yes. He's looking it up to make sure. <laughs> On my website, kaisinteriors.com. Yep, kaisinteriors.com. We'll put them in the notes. And findesignsandinteriors.com. Yeah. And dannyrusso.com. And thanks for listening, everybody. Danny's taking a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we appreciate any great. feedback. If anybody has anything they'd Please like us to discuss. don't give it to me. Give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> Email me. I have a very short fuse me. these days. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's getting ready to go on yeah, tour. So find me. Yeah, call, I don't know. After, call me. <laughs> call her. <laughs> Where am I going? All We're right. gonna, after this, we'll be on stage at the Columbus Home Garden Show. You can That's catch right. me at Cabus. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be posted. I don't know when. Where else right. am I going? We're going to Design Atlanta. Design influence. We're going to Atlanta conference. for that. Yeah. yeah. We're going everywhere. Where else are we going? I'm going to the moon. <laughs> Somebody on our last podcast called me one of the top designers in the world. And I was like, what? You mean in the universe, bitch? <laughs> um, I design for whatever. Aliens, dogs, <laughs> cats. So do we. <laughs> exactly. Kevin do they eat drapes? <laughs> All, right, All right, everybody. Have a Talk good week. Soon. Have a Bye-bye. good week. Bye-bye.